Thank you for tuning into this episode of Tea Time Weekly, brought to you by Short Par 4, where you can choose your style and be shipped valuable golf merchandise for an affordable price every single month. Don't forget to enter the coupon code SP4788 at checkout and receive $20 off of your first box. So, something I hear a lot of, and it's really starting to grind my gears a little bit, but something that I really hear a lot of is the closer you get to scratch, the more you realize you suck at the game. And let me just start by saying that that saying really, really aggravates me for a couple of reasons. First off, you're a scratch golfer and you're realizing you quote suck at the game even though your scores are where they're supposed to be you're shooting par or better on courses which is first off that's one of the hardest things to do in the world and then you're going to complain and say you suck at the game like let's just let's just take a second to realize that Saying that you suck at the game as a scratch golfer is like saying that a semi-professional hockey player sucks at hockey because he's not in the NHL. They don't suck. They're very good. In fact, a lot of semi-professional players have the talent to play in the NHL. They just don't use it properly. And that's just something completely different. And on that note, I had a coach growing up playing hockey that was a semi-professional player that went straight from the ECHL ECHL to the NHL, no AHL, nothing in the middle, just straight from there to there. So they are very talented. So that's the that's almost the exact equivalent that I can think of. It's very annoying to hear that argument and a lot of professionals will say it, a lot of just amateur scratch golfers will say it. It's beyond annoying to hear it. And another thing that I hear a lot is, oh, you're X handicap, so most of your shots have to be bad because you're not a professional. I'd say this is only true if your handicap is above 18. So let, let's take a second to realize exactly what a handicap is. A handicap is the rough removal of strokes that it would take to get you shooting even par. So if you're a plus four handicap, that means that on a par 72, your average score should be 68. So that you'd add four strokes, so plus four, to your score to get to even par. If you're an 18, that would mean you subtract 18 strokes from your score to get to even par. What that means is you can be an 18 handicapper. I said handicapper, but 18 handicap and still be playing good golf that would just mean bogeying every single hole and not just double bogey triple hole bogey quadruple bogey in a row that's not what an 18 handicapper does and let me tell you if you've never played golf before or you're just starting playing or even if you've played a while you know how difficult it is to consistently shoot par and shooting par on one hole could be the most difficult thing in the world who knows that 18 handicap could be playing on a championship pga level course and they're bogeying every hole but really realistically you take them to a course that somebody's scratch at and they just go and shoot par 
because they're just playing on a difficult course. And I understand that no matter how difficult the course is, it really comes down to your accuracy with your irons. And as an 18 or higher handicap, you probably aren't the most accurate, but that's not to say that you aren't. Like, if you understand what I'm saying, just because you are 18 handicap doesn't mean your strikes, your shots, your irons, whatever sucks. Like, for me, the longest time I was a 12 handicap, and most of my poorness would come from, and I actually have a scorecard uh, right here. Uh, so, here's here's my scorecard for the round. Ready? Par, par, par. Par, bogey, birdie, birdie, par, bogey. So it's even par after nine, right? I, I did say that right, par, yeah. Yeah, even par after nine, two birdies, two bogeys. Then on the tenth hole, if you look at this, I, I could have just looked at the out. Am I dumb? <laughs> I don't know why. I just tried to do the math in my head. The out was 36 for 36. Wow, that's dumb. I'm sorry. I apologize. But on the 10th hole, I had a triple bogey. That's bad, right? This is from when I was a 12 handicap. So that that was that was bad, right? And so I remember this exact course. It was Whitetail Ridge. I remember I triple bogeyed because of a drive. Ended up in really bad position. I had to chip back to the fairway. I ended up missing the green with my third shot. And then I ended up... After that point, when I missed the green with my third shot on a par four, I realized, ah, shit, this hole's already done. And that was exactly what went through my mind, and then the rest of the round was trashed. As soon as I said, oh, well, this round's already over, it went out the window, and then my scores were bogey, 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 blah, you know, for the rest of the round. So that's me, but my instructor knows or, well, at that point, my instructor knew that I was a lot better than my handicap was showing, and there was something wrong, and he had never played around with me. And, you know, I just always assumed, because of that, that crappy mental attitude I had, like, oh, I'm not playing for money, so what's the point in stressing myself out over shooting a good score when I already screwed up? That attitude, I just thought that was normal for people. For some strange reason... It struck in my mind that that was something that was normal, and I know now, and I definitely, I definitely know now that that's not normal. That's not a normal thought to go through your head. Like that's not something that you want. So my instructor at the time had known I was twelve, but my iron shots were always where I wanted them to go. With every once in a while a bad shot would happen. So as it would rain through nine holes, even par after two bogeys, two birdies, that would make sense, right? Saying if all my ac or iron shots were pretty accurate where I wanted them to go, that would be correct. That would that would sound like a round that I would shoot, right? So then why was I shooting like 12 over on the back nine, even par on the front nine? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Now, the thing that we did figure out was just I just had a shitty mental game. As soon as I would score poorly, I would just trash the round but that's not to say that that's only my problem there could be a lot of golfers even 36 handicappers you never know they might be able to be oh you know that 36 could be an 18 if he just stopped giving up on himself and you never know that's what dropped me down to a four from a 12 was stop giving up on myself once i uh, scored bad 
I was even par through nine, and then my back nine was literally 12 over. It was a 48. That's pretty bad. It's going back to when I was in high school, and I first started playing uh, before senior year of high school. When I tried out for the team, the first round I shot was a 40, which is at that course is a four over. It's the same course that I had to blow up in the back. So the first round, it, the tryouts were only two sets of nine hole rounds, two days in a row. First round, I already knew that I was behind a lot of people because they were shooting 36s, 37s. Some kid shot a 30, which we found out he was cheating. That's a different story for a different video. But I was in a really tough position. So I went and I double bogeyed the first hole on the second day. And after that, I just didn't care. I almost, I shot a 51 on the second day because I didn't care at that point. I realized I was out of the running and I'd have to shoot an insanely good round that... At the time, I didn't know I was capable of because my scores always showed otherwise. But now I realize if I had really put the effort into it, I could have shot an even par round. And just an even par round would have made me and secured my position on the team. So I kind of regret that. But at the same time, I went through that learning process and now I know mentally where I should be at. So back to the original point is... you. It's it's so hard to word this because I really don't know how to word this. If you're a scratch golfer, you don't suck at the game. And it's annoying to hear <laughs> professionals, and I'm, I'm doing air quotes. You, I know you can't see them, but professionals that tell you this advice. The closer you get to scratch, the more you realize you suck at the game. They're professionals by fluke if that's their professional opinion there's no way that they are professionals and realize that they suck at the game if they are then either they just have a horrible mental game or they're just lucky or it's just something they say to get higher handicaps to feel better about themselves I understand if you go as a professional and shoot over par or even par when you're a plus handicap, it might feel like you quote suck because you're not shooting at your ability is, but you have to realize how difficult shooting par is. Even on a perfectly flat course, no trees, nothing, you still have to shoot par. A lot of people don't understand that. You know, the first time I ever sorry um anyway the first time that i ever shot under 80 i broke 80 it was at a pretty bad course um it was it was a championship distance course but it was pretty much every hole was straight or slightly dog-legged there were very little trees anything like that and everyone was, yeah well you sh you broke 80 but you shot it at xy course i can't remember what the course was and i'm like yeah, but when we played last time, what were what were your guys' scores, you know? Because last time I remember, I shot a 79, and you guys were in the high 80s. So if it's that course, why aren't you shooting 79s? And it's, it's just the stupid, stupid things that people always say like that. Like, oh, you're a 12 handicap. Your irons are, or your, your shots must suck because you're not shooting even par like I am. 
But I firsthand figured out that I dropped down to a four handicap in one, two, three rounds because of not giving up on myself when the rest of my rounds say I'm a 12 handicap because after one blow-up hole, I would just give up. The reason it took so quick to drop in three rounds is because normally you'd need five scorecards, correct, to get a handicap. I knew the calculation. I took three rounds that I played, shot a 76, a 74, and a 78. I did the rough estimation and said 4.2, I believe, is the exact number, but I don't believe in .2 as being my handicap. So if that's another thing for a different day, but these whole articles like, I did this and it saved me .1 strokes, like, that's great, but you still scored a stroke there. I don't believe in, if you do this, it's going to save you .1 strokes in the long run, okay? So is my score going to be a 72.1 then? Or, a, or a, sorry, a, a 71.9 then? Because I saved 0.1 strokes? That's not how it works. Cool, you, you, you shot over the bunker, or, uh, or uh, sorry, you shot back into the fairway instead of going over the bunker because it saved you 0.2 strokes. But I'm on the green, and I scored a birdie, and you're shooting par. If Does that make sense to you guys? I don't think that like everyone like a lot of a lot of pros put such a heavy emphasis on oh this is saving me 0.1 strokes but i got i got this idea in my head if it saves me 0.1 strokes i don't care if it's going to save me over one stroke then i care because that one stroke could be the difference between second and first place you see 0.1 strokes not going to save me anywhere does that make sense to you guys that's what i'm trying to say Anyway, let's get back on topic here. What I'm trying to say with this entire ranting video is there's this this huge assumption that 36 handicaps higher, I think the highest it goes is 52. I, I really don't know because I've never met somebody higher than a 36. 36 handicaps suck. Then you drop down to 15, they suck. Drop down to 6, they suck. They drop down to one handicap, they suck because they're not professionals. So the only person that doesn't suck is professionals in the eyes of professionals. But even professionals are telling themselves, oh, I just realized how much I suck at the game. So that's why I shoot well. I shoot under par because I suck at the game. Like, is this going through your mind correctly? You're saying I'm breaking par, which is one of the hardest things in the world to do, because I suck? It really aggravates me when I hear that. It's the same thing as when I was at 12, I went to a instructor who will be uh, who will remain unnamed. Um, and I went in and I explained to him, look, a majority of my iron shots are good, blah, 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 you know, but I still ended up, I'm still a 12 handicap. And before he even reviewed my swing, this is what he tells me. Well, you're a 12 handicap. Your your iron shots can't be that good. Do you know what a 12 handicap is? And, like, I understand this might seem unreasonable when you th listen to it at first. But if you're, above, if you're above a 12 handicap, you'll understand when I say this. 
a 12 handicap doesn't mean I'm going and shooting 90, 95 every single round. A 12 handicap means my scores are 12 over par. And unless I'm bogeying every single hole, there's a way to do it and still be good at golf. Like I showed, I was even par through the front nine and one blow up hole caused me to shoot bad. And I'm not saying that every single 12 handicap is the same way, but I'm not saying they're not. So that was the first thing he tells me. Oh, you're a 12 handicap. Your your iron shots can't be good. That already pissed me off. So then we go to my swing evaluation. And he starts telling me all these things. Oh, well, you're doing this, which could cause this. But I don't see that. But it's probably happening because you're a 12 handicap. And every single thing was relating back to, oh, well, it's because you're a 12 handicap. Oh, you're, it's because you're a 12 handicap. That's why and I don't like handicaps. I think the way to tell how good you are is to take your average score and say your average score. Not, oh, I'm a 6 handicap. Say my average score is a 78. Uh, again, assuming that a par 72. Because that's what you should be scoring as a 6 handicap. I hate hearing... Because people treat... Listen to this. People treat people so much better if you say, yeah, my average score is a 78, than if you say, yeah, my handicap is a 6. Because I think, for some reason, it doesn't click in their brains that shooting 78 and being a 6 handicap are essentially the same thing. Because the definition of a handicap is the strokes that you'd remove, well, not the exact definition, but essentially what a handicap is, the strokes you'd remove off of your score to get you to shoot even par. So 6 over somehow listed in these instructors minds as oh he's a good player but going in over to 12 over you're a terrible player okay but what if my scorecard was just bogey 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 for all 18 that's completely different than par 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 bogey bogey birdie birdie par 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 and then finishing even round right not really like Again, this is going to sound really stupid to people at first, and forgive me for saying that, but a 12 handicap doesn't suck at the game of golf, okay? we're just I'm just going to say it flat out like that. I was one for a long time until I figured out one thing in my game that was ruining my scores. Now I'm a 3. I'm actually on the verge of being a 2. My technical handicap is 2.7. But again, I don't like the point, whatever, so I just round up, so I'm a 3. Okay? A 15 handicap doesn't suck. I'd say even people that shoot over 18 don't suck. If your handicap is 18 or higher, you still don't suck. Because there's people in the world that are shooting over the hundreds. They're shooting 150s. Actually, I had a girlfriend in high school whose sister was a golfer on the golf team. And she literally on 18 whole rounds, which um, you have to play in varsity to do so. And her school was so small that she made varsity automatically. Because where we lived, every competition was 9 hole, not 18. It was kind of annoying. Unless you were on varsity, you played 9 holes. I didn't know because I never played high school golf. But anyway, so she, every single hole would always reach the stroke limit. And her scores at the end would end up being like 150. She is somebody I would classify that sucks. Because you're shooting 150 
on a you you doubled the score that you're supposed to get. That's when you say you suck. When you're shooting just barely over like 12 strokes, like I I understand 12 strokes seems like a lot, but if you look at the game of golf, as long as you're not bogeying every hole, double bogeying every hole, you're not bad. Because especially at a 12, majority well I I I can't say a majority. Well, that's that's the wrong word to use. A, I won't say a good amount either because we'll just do this. Six holes you had to have hit par to be a 12 handicap. That or you bogeyed everything and birdied six holes. So you had to have shot par on six holes and shooting par on a golf hole is hard. Basically, I just want to leave you guys with this. And if it sounded like I was a rambling buffoon, it's because I'm doing this unscripted because I was just super pissed off at a video I saw on YouTube. I won't link the video because I don't want to start anything. But basically, it was a 10 handicap complaining about how he's really bad at long putts. He's better, we're talking like on the green, 30, 40, 50 foot putts. He's better at chipping. He just wants to chip. How do I get over it? And my response to him was, if you're better and can consistently get it close to the hole, then chip. Nobody's going to be like, oh, well, he's using a fucking 60 degree on the green. I mean, this guy sucks, but he just made a birdie, so he still sucks. You know, I'm putting from here and I'm not making it, so he sucks. You know? And again, sorry for the language. But the response that I get from a guy who claims to be a professional i've seen his swing i've seen him play there's no way this guy is a professional but he claims to be and i don't want to start an argument with him and when, no when i'm saying professional i don't mean pga professional like a, a tutor like i mean like mini tour professional like as in i make money to play golf that's what i'm saying when a professional most professionals as in teaching pros will never say they suck at the game of golf because if they say they suck why would you go to them to get lessons? Does that make sense? I'm sorry I didn't clarify that earlier. But anyway, he claims to be a professional. I've seen a swing. Guy can't swing a golf club to save his life. The response that I get from him, no. That was bolded. And then in next paragraph, long putts aren't hard. Just learn to putt. Why? If he really struggles so much and he birdies holes or bogeys holes or whatever you want to say or shoots par because he chips and is more comfortable doing that and he can consistently score 10 over, that's the way he does it, why stop him? It's not against the game of golf or the rules of golf unless he's on a different green. You can't hit off of a different green without a penalty. Why stop him? It's what he does. It's what it works for him. So why stop it? Sure, there's a higher risk of blading it, but there's also a higher risk of, oh, I'm 50 feet away, let me blast this putt off of the green. But then somebody's going to argue, well, you just have to learn your putter. Well, yeah, but in order to stop blading it, you just have to learn how to chip, right? You could take a good chip shot off of a concrete, like just off of concrete. What's stopping you from doing it on a green? Oh, the grass is too short. But you could do it on concrete. I've seen people chipping in parking lots to warm up for tournaments. Not using their game wedges, that would be very dumb. But I've seen them doing it. 
because it helps them become shallow into the ball and when i say shallow i don't mean super super shallow some people some people do chip super shallow so don't take that by me saying that's the wrong thing to do but that's this guy responds he says no just learn to putt it's not hard what kind of attitude is that if i were playing golf with somebody and we we're on a par four and we both put our approach shots 50 50 50 feet away 50 feet away that's pretty far and he and my playing partner decides, you know, I'm going to chip it. I'm more comfortable getting it close chipping. Okay, more power to you. I'm not going to say anything. But this guy is going to say that he's going to stop his playing partner and say, no, you should putt. You should learn to putt. It's easy. What kind of ego is that? Oh, I'm a, prof I'm a professional. Everything's easy to me. You should learn it because it's easy to me. It's easy. Do it. What is that? That is the type of toxicity that ruins sports for people. It's what, when I was a kid, ruined soccer for me. I had a kid on my team who was a good goal scorer but really sucked at everything else. And I always complained, like, I don't know what it is. I can't score. And he goes, well, you should start scoring more. It's easy. Why can't you do it? It's easy. And that pissed me off, made me quit soccer. Same thing with, same thing with baseball. I was a hell of a pitcher when I was, in, when I was playing baseball. I quit baseball because I couldn't hit to save my life. So I asked the best hitter, what do you do to hit? Oh, I don't know. It's easy. Why can't you hit? It's easy. That drove me insane. Oh, it's easy to me. Why is it not easy to you? What kind of ego is this where we let this happen? It's like, it's just stemming back to what I say about 12 handicaps aren't bad at the game of golf. It's extremely hard to get down to 12 handicap. Anyone that knows never played before and just trying to, they know it. Professionals take it for granted how much time they put into it when some people aren't gifted athletically. And I am, I understand, I'm still, I'm not even 18 years old yet, and I'm already a three handicap after starting last year. So I understand why and how upsetting it must be to be an 18 handicap, not very athletically gifted, but putting so much time and effort into it and not getting anything. I understand the struggle you're going through, man. It's just annoying when professionals... Actually, you know, the funny part is I've yet to met a P meet a PGA professional who, when asked something like along the lines of that, has ever told me, oh, it's easy, you should just get good at it. I actually had a conversation, and he's been my idol for the longest time, but I've had a conversation with Rory McIlroy one time in my life, and the one thing I asked him is, I'm bad at driving. What do you do when you're driving the ball bad to fix it? And his response, not direct quoted, was something along the lines of, well, it's probably going to be different for me in his Irish accent. I wish I could do an Irish accent. That'd be pretty cool. It's probably going to be different for me because I am a lot more in tune with my golf swing. I've worked on it for many years, but one thing that I always do is learn the shots I'm hitting and then go ask my instructor why they're going that way. Well, he didn't say instructor. He said coach, but it's the same thing. So somebody that understands so much about the golf swing still has to rely on a third party. Am I saying, would it be a third party? Him asking coach, that would be, no. That wouldn't be a third party. But anyway, he still has to rely on somebody else to tell him why he's doing it wrong. And that was what went through my head. Because a lot, if you went and asked a mini tour pro, 
I guarantee you a response you would get is something like, well, just stop sucking at the game of golf or just practice. So when Rory tells me, I asked somebody else for a second opinion on why I'm hitting bad shots when I'm hitting bad shots, but the exact, I'm not going to name the name, but I did get that response from a mini tour pro. Rory, somebody at the top of his game has nothing better to do or has everything better to do than to sit here and tell me what to do. Tells me a good response. I get a second opinion. And then a mini tour pro who in terms of being successful probably wasn't very successful at all tells me practice. Well, that's a great response. No duh. Had I known that I needed to practice to get better at something, I wouldn't have asked you. What? What? You have to practice? And I, and I know this is just a long rant at this point. But it all stems down to the same thing. Everybody's so ego-centered that they think, Oh, you shoot 12 over. You suck. I shoot 1 over. I suck. And how do you think that makes people that are shooting in the 150s think, oh my god, this guy's lucky enough to have the athletic ability to put that much time and effort into, and he's going to say that he sucks? I understand that a lot of golf is athletic ability. A lot of it is, and I'm not denying that. But you can get good without it. There are people that have gotten good without it. It's just so annoying to see people taking it for granted. It's the same thing when I played hockey. I was very good. I had an offer to play for AAA team, which if you don't know hockey, it means it's it's pretty much the best you can play. It's the highest level you can play as an amateur. Aside from juniors, which is a complete different thing. That's for people that are between the ages of 18 and 20. Uh, AAA is the best you can do as a minor uh, unless you're playing major juniors. And there's I could go into it really in-depth. But basically, AAA is, t- is the tier one. It's the best you can play. I didn't offer to play there. The reason I didn't was because I didn't have money. I had an offer to play there. So I went to the tryout. Um, just to see how I fit in with everybody. I had already secured a position before tryout, which is a, which is something that goes off in my head. Like, this is a very political team. They choose people. They don't host the tryouts because you can make the team. Does that make sense? I went to the tryout, and the thing that pissed me off and still leaves a mark in my head today is at least six of the kids when we were on tryouts that I would be playing with. I had never played AAA before, ever. I was never a Tier 1 player. I was always a Tier 2 player, AA. I was good, solid player. I could hit. I could score goals. That's what I did. I get there, and right off the bat, uh, my the center wins the opening faceoff. So I was put on the first line as a left winger, wins the faceoff to me. Some big, hunky guy that was going to be playing on the team, played AAA his entire life, sucked, couldn't skate, just had the money to play, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's unfortunately the world we live in. If you have money, you can play for the team, and if, even if you're not skilled. Anyway, he sucked. He tried to hit me, and I flattened him. I really did. I, I heard him coming. I turned around and just flattened the kid. The entire bench went crazy. But because I did that, the entire rest of the tryout turned into trying to hit me and trying to make me realize, oh, AAA is not for this kid. He should go back home. The very second after I flattened that kid, 
I brought it. I brought the puck into their zone and sniped their goalie. And look at, I'm not a, uh, like I was never a very accurate shooter. I was never good with that. But that's what happened. And after that, people started thinking differently of me. But not those six kids. Those six ego. Oh, I played AAA my whole life. I'm obviously better than you. You can't go from tier two to tier one. It's just not possible. Those six kids, the entire time, I would be on the bench, or I would be skating past the bench, calling for it, and all I would hear is, "Don't pass to him. That kid doesn't play AAA. He sucks." Actually, the funniest one was. I was on the ice with one of the defensemen who was sitting there saying a lot of crap about me. And he received a pass from his other defenseman, lost it, lost the puck, almost gets scored on because of it. But you know who was there to break up the defensive play or break up the offensive play? Me. I had to bail him out. A double-A player bailed out a triple-A player. In his mind, that can't happen because I suck. It's just this ego that is driving people to think that 12 handicaps suck, 6 handicaps sucks because they're not professionals. Newsflash, you can go professional at 4 handicap. I can go professional if I wanted to. I just would rather play in college. I could be a four handicap, turn professional, and then tell everybody else, oh, even though you're a, you're a two handicap, I'm a professional. You suck. What sense does that make? I can qualify for the U.S. Open if my handicap is, what is it? Is it 2.4, I think, or less? 2.4 I can have my handicap at. Just because I'm qualifying, I can say, oh, well, you suck. I'm qualifying for the U.S. Open. You suck. You're a one handicap. You suck. Come qualify for the U.S. Open with me. You suck. I can say that. Technically, I'm .3 away from it. But realistically, I'm a 3. I can say that. I can go up to somebody and say, you suck. I'm a professional, even though I'm a 4 handicap. You suck. How does that make any sense to me? Or how, how does that make sense to anybody? That's literally what some people do. And it needs, it really needs to stop. I understand that four handicap is a good way to turn professional. I mean, shooting 76 is very good. It's very hard to do. You ha probably have a good understanding of what you need to do with the golf swing. But it just, you know, and <laughs> like, I don't know where I'm going with this, but it just still doesn't make sense to me that it really grinds my gears that a quote professional Somebody who's supposed to be good at the game would tell an amateur not to do something they're good at because the other way is, quote, easier. That's what all this stemmed from. And the same guy, back when I was a 12 handicap, used to tell me all this stuff. It was the same thing as that one instructor did. Hell, I wouldn't even be surprised if they were the same guy. I was just saying, my iron shots are really good. I can always get to the green... And one, two, sometimes three, sometimes I end up bogeying, and then all of a sudden I'll drive really horribly, and then after that I just give up on the round. This guy's first response, you're 12 handicap, your, your, your iron shots can't be good. Alright, bud. That's exactly what that means. Nothing to do with my mental game, 
I'm playing really great golf until I screw up once and then I give up. That's not mental at all. It's just because my iron shots suck. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And then his response to that is, oh, well, you're just reverting to the mean. Oh, dude, you're right. My average score is 12 over because, not because I have a horrible mental game, but because I should be shooting 12. You're right. You're right. So I went to see a mental coach afterwards. I went to see a good instructor afterwards. Instructor changed nothing about my swing. He, well, except for my posture. He made me stand up a little straighter, but that's a different topic. Changed nothing about the way I swing, just the way I stood to the ball. The mental coach worked with me for a good two or three weeks, lowered all the stress that I put in myself, made me calm down, relax, and now I'm a three. So are my scores really supposed to be 12 over, even though that I'm a three now? Do my iron shots suck because at one point I was a 12 handicap? And we're talking, this was like four months ago, five months ago, I was a 12 handicap. And in three rounds, I lowered my handicap to a three because I didn't give up on myself. So this is what grinds my gears and just needs to stop. I don't know how else to put it. Uh, thanks so much for watching this episode. I, I, I just am still so angry. Um, before I start ranting again, I'd just like to thank you guys so much for watching this episode of Tea Time Weekly. You guys are seriously the greatest for even thinking about clicking on this video. It means a lot to me. Uh, definitely like and subscribe if you're watch or uh, if you're listening to this as just a podcast. Don't forget to follow us. Uh, love you guys all. Thanks for watching.